1: Welcome back for another shift on the Geeks Watch. We You've are back. You've been recording
2: this whole time? Yes. <laughs> I said my email password. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you learn now, don't you? You learn.
2: We you are back. Post sh- if you guys want the pre show and post show, subscribe to our Patreon. You can find out <laughs> my email password.
3: Send tips on Twitter.
2: There you go. Send
1: <laughs> tips on Twitter. <laughs> With all this shenanigans, we're also going to be talking about Shadow and Bone episode four on Netflix. Mm-hmm. The name of this episode, I cannot
3: pronounce, so... Well, let me handle this one for you. Let okay. me let me hear it. This okay. one is Olkasatsya. Yep. John got it. And I want to preface that by saying that this is a Russian word. It's a little bit of a kind of a mashup. But uh, this is essentially the Ravkin language version of muggle. It means orphaned, abandoned, or uh, otherwise uh, rejected.
4: So, Alina and Mal. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, before we get into that, I'm Mitch. With me, as always, is John. Hola. Jessica.
4: That's me. (laughs) Steven.
5: Hi. (laughs) (laughs)
1: and elizabeth hi we have to take care of our week's watch so elizabeth what did you watch this week
0: so this week i got through what's currently available of the nevers on hbo um it's i don't I mean, I don't know how to explain it without explaining. Um,
1: <laughs> it's X-Men in the Victorian age, but all women. The <laughs> <laughs> but
0: not all women. X-Men, not all women.
1: But it focuses on all
0: women. It focuses primarily on women. But Yay. they've got a few. So the whole concept they open up. And three years ago, there was this flashing blue irethral light. and Is it what light? Arethial? I
3: wasn't going to say anything. That's so messed up, Steven.
0: <laughs> uh, we're, going, we're
2: going for ethereal. I like when people call me on this word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bullying.
0: <laughs> ethereal light. Um, as, as anybody who listens to Love of Pages knows, I can't pronounce words, so... That's Nobody's you, surprised.
1: That's what you get for reading all the time. You make up the way that things are pronounced <laughs> as opposed to watching movies and TV like me and I just go along yeah. with everybody else's
4: things. Yeah, at, le- at least Steven corrected you because I went through almost an entire VHS Gems podcast mispronouncing the main character's name wrong and John knew and didn't correct me till like <laughs> the end of the
1: podcast. Was that the Spargo Spango Spago one?
3: <laughs> No. That one, too. Actually, <laughs> that, that happens too. That happens quite a bit. I really just prefer not to say anything.
0: <laughs> John, this is your I'll instruction say to wrong. say
4: something. It's her time. Um. This is awkward. <laughs> say something, please. I say everything wrong because I learned phonics in Texas school system, so I say
0: everything <laughs> wrong if I read it.
1: <laughs> also, in the... In, in, Really going off on a tangent, in your VHS Gems episode about explorers, like, Wolfgang Puck was right there. You guys didn't come up with that that Wolfgang. Like, you're Wolfgang Mozart and Wolfgang, like, other things, but you never said, like, the one person that's in modern times named Wolfgang. You know, I... I, well, honestly, the that's son only because.
4: Van Halen is in modern <laughs> times, <laughs> but a
1: little
3: less known. <laughs> I, I, I don't keep up Pretty with fun. my celebrity chefs, so it just kind of like <laughs> fell through the wayside for me, but you are correct. You okay. have to uh, add an uh, editor's note on that one for all a right. file of retraction. <laughs>
0: in any case. The Nevers. <laughs> the Nevers. The Nevers. <laughs> an ethereal light shone down across all of London and it caused the turn. Um, so certain people became the touched is what they are calling themselves where they have different powers. And those powers could be anything. One young girl became 10 feet tall. Uh, some are our, well. our main protagonist, uh, Amelia True, played by Laura Donnelly, uh, mm-hmm. can see snippets into the future. And her main assistant, uh, Penance Adair, who is played by Anne Skelly, can see electricity, which allows Ooh. her to invent things. Ooh, cool. Right? So, of course, because like in our main show, Shadow and Bone, there are people with powers now, <laughs> there is obvious conflict. So there is a segment of the population that is actively trying to capture And lobotomize the touched in an effort to, I'm not sure if it's to cure them or to harness the powers or what have you. And then the government is trying to determine if they should be considered a terroristic threat or an ally or a useful weapon. And the then underlying current is one of the touched is an escapee from a mental institution who's going on a murdering rampage, just generally. So you have uh, Amelia True and Penance who are the outward expression of everything good with the touched, and then you have... uh, I'm trying to... What's... um, It's not Myrtle, it's... The Name of the, the serial killer. Oh, man. Character. Um what's her name? I, I can't remember
2: her name. The serial killer. Uh <laughs> yeah Malady. Is, Malady. Malady. Yeah, Ah, Malady.
0: Um uh, hmm. Malady is everything that's wrong with the touched because I'm not really sure what her powers actually are. Because we don't ever get a display she, so far. She heals. She oh, she self heals.
1: Yeah, she she regenerates, but it's Kind of driving her crazy because she's still feeling the pain. Yeah. So,
0: so she goes on murdering rampages. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some big twists about connections between the different characters. But in any case, uh, Amelia and Penance run an orphanage for the or an, an orphanage safe house because it depends if you're a child or an adult. Uh, for everybody who's touched. And then... They're trying to... Basically convince the rest of London that... The touched aren't... A problem. They aren't... You know, they're just normal people with special abilities. So... You get that whole X-Men... Concept of the... you know, And... Yeah, it all takes place in Victorian London. So you have... All of the... Then gender norm issues because the majority of the touched, at least of the touched that we have been introduced to so far, are female. There are a few men, but they make up a much smaller portion. So,
2: I also wonder how much of this, I've wondered throughout the whole series, how much of it is also just seen as kind of men who do things. They maybe expect greater things from men. So there's things Mm -hmm. that are hidden as powers that are just like, like normal feats of strength or something like that you know there's some societal shit in there
0: yeah so no absolutely and it's so you get all of those dynamics as well so far it's been good it's definitely although they're not releasing it in bingeable style i don't think
1: i think it's i mean a good chunk of it's already out
0: yeah well a good chunk of it is already out so you can binge it and i do recommend binging it because i'm not sure i would enjoy watching it an episode at a time as much just, it. I don't think any one of the episodes has enough of it for me to really make it worth it. But I've liked it so far.
1: One of the hmm. the Lord Masson character, played by Pip Torrens, he was also in uh, Preacher. If you watched the three seasons of Preacher that were on AMC, he played Air Star. So getting to see him play oh. this character was also, also very... It's a very good role for him. He 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 hates the touched and wants yeah. to have them, I don't know, killed or imprisoned or what. <laughs> um, <clears throat> your character played by Olivia Williams uh, is in a wheelchair, so yeah. you get this very Xavier Professor Xavier vibe because she's also the one that's paying for the school or the orphanage or the safe house. Safe house, but then it's kind of revealed that she's not so. Good. good so
2: yeah she uh, has access to the chronicle meteor yeah <laughs>
1: so it's going to be i mean we haven't finished it yet so it's it's going to be interesting to see where all this lands yeah but it's also uh executive produced by a person that we know is a garbage person now so yeah leave that to if you really want to watch it or not <laughs> Uh, I've just
0: kind of accepted that everybody's garbage people, so... This is true. Yeah, everybody <laughs> Seems to be a garbage. lot of people,
1: yeah. especially you Hollywood. heard
3: about John Barrowman recently?
1: I mean, we've known about yes. this from John Barrowman for a very long time. He <laughs> talked about it at conventions. Uh, his other female co-stars talked about what he did it at conventions. It's just now people are like, oh, wait, yeah, that is not a good thing for him to yeah, have been that's, doing. Yeah, that's a problem, apparently. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Imagine going back, like you go back to watch like an old Comic Con panel, and someone says something, and you're like, "What? <laughs> Hold on, I just went back to this 2012 Comic Con panel, and
1: and like yeah, that's, no, just, that's oh that's that was okay. Oh. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the way you said it just seemed to, something else is coming. Anyways, I was like,
2: well, and clicky clacky clicky clacky
1: Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I like that and.
0: <laughs> the,
1: the Nevers is on HBO right now. Yes. It's an HBO series, but you can find it on HBO Max. Steven, what did you watch this week?
2: I finally got to watch a couple episodes of the new Netflix anime series, Yasuke. Yasuke.
1: So, Yasuke. That's the yeah, one with uh, Keith L- L- uh, Lakeith Lakeith? Stanfield. Mm hmm. Yep. Okay.
2: Uh, Yeah, he he voices the titular historical Yasuke, who is in very different circumstances than what he was in historically. There's mechs and robots and stuff alongside Nobunaga, and (laughs) I didn't know that was a part of the series, but it also does make sense with it being a LaShawn Thomas-led series because that's kind of what LaShawn Thomas does. So I don't know what I was expecting in that one. But um, in, in this series, we were introduced to the idea of Yasuke, who is an actual, uh, like a, a, a man from Africa who was sold into slavery that ended up in Japan. In actuality, this is a historically recognized thing. I, I think there's a photo of, of him out there. I could be wrong. Um, who ended up as an actual samurai. And we get a little bit of that story in the beginning, but then we're also, we, we see these giant robots and crazy sci-fi stuff it's animated well but I think I have the same kind of issue with it that I think a lot of people have had where Yasuke is so stoic but not in a way that's like ah yes motivations it's more like I (laughs) give me at least like like a, a good pause sometime that carries some weight to it in how you deliver dialogue it's very even keel to a point where I think it's Not necessarily a fun watch seeing a great actor like Leakeith Stanfield deliver some of these lines. So, I don't know.
1: Was this originally uh, made in English?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I thought I heard
1: somewhere that it was made. It's made entirely for this. Oh, okay.
2: Any other uh, Um, voice actors in this that are prominent? Oh, goodness. Uh, Honestly, with the the one first episode, um, the only other person that I caught was Ming-Na. Okay. Ming-Na Wen is in there. Um, She plays another character in there, um, who's also, I'm assuming, going to be a big deal. Otherwise, it wouldn't be (laughs) Ming-Na. But I I don't know. I I don't know if I'll really continue it very much. Okay. Um, Yeah. But as much as I enjoy LaShawn Thomas's anime outings and everything... I didn't finish Cannon Busters either. So I, I don't know. I think there's just something in there that's perfect for 12-year-old Steven, and I'm not that Steven anymore.
1: That's fair. Is there another property that is would be something that other people would know that would be similar to this that you can compare it to?
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Not so much. I think a lot of people were expecting a little more energy from it, something like how Samurai Champloo was. Um, unfortunately that I think that's a lot of it would be because of the hip hop influences that are in Samurai Champloo, but no, I, I don't think so necessarily. Cannon busters. <laughs> <This other laughs> thing. Yeah. I it, it's animated. Well, they do some, some cool stuff in there. There's good character designs. It's just, I don't know. It, it feels like, a, like very much a Toonami anime series. And I think we're past that with anime now in a lot of ways. Mm. Okay. Yasuke?
1: Yeah. Is on Netflix right now. Jessica, what did you watch this week?
4: Uh, so quite recently, John and I watched the 1988 anime classic Akita for our other podcast, VHS Gems. And naturally we go on a tangent and we talk about the animes we watched when we were children. And John talked about how we absolutely liked this anime... Well, the Spanish dub of the anime Saint Seiya, <laughs> and wouldn't you know it, Saint Saya is on Netflix. Not the Spanish version, unfortunately. John, <laughs> um, but I
3: watched. It, it used to be they used to have the Spanish option okay. available early well, maybe, on. Maybe I'll check.
5: They'd... But I, think I don't it's think it's
3: because... it is anymore.
2: It's because of the the visual parts. The one that made it into English doesn't have all of the stuff that the Spanish one did. The Spanish one had no bones about putting the violent stuff in
3: there. Oh, yeah, yeah, and that was uncensored. In the English version, um, they even took away the blood and they colored it to look like blue or something. Yeah. So they used to call it, oh, they they bleed Gatorade.
4: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I am watching the English... Well, I watched the first two episodes of the English version of Saint Seiya which is, like, the only way I could describe it is it's basically a Magic Girl anime, for, but for boys. Okay. (laughs) In which, like, they they have that scene where they put on their, like, armor, and it's, like, a magical sort of thing. (laughs) And then it gives them strong powers.
3: It's like Boy Sailor Moon, basically.
4: Yeah, it's it's Boy... That's Magic Girl. Sailor Moon's Magic Girl, so... (laughs) This is boy, and they fight by punching and hitting, really awesomely using. <laughs> the main character literally uses his power of the Pegasi. <laughs> it's really cute. Um, I'm only two episodes in. It's interesting. It kind of ties in Greek mythology with Zodiac mythology. Um, the main girl character is Athena, from what I understand, like a reincarnation of Athena. And she's got really awesome pink, purple hair. And yep. that's how you know she's the main girl character. <laughs> <laughs> and Saint Seiya like the first two episodes is about him getting his Pegasus powers and trying to control them and it's just it's it's interesting. It's fun. It's definitely like a 90s 80s anime. The drawings pretty cool. The transitions are kind of crazy, I guess. But the main theme song is pretty poppin'. Like it's <laughs> it's a good theme song.
3: You know, and I recommend you Google because I mentioned this in that podcast as well. Mm. the The Spanish theme song, which is how I was introduced to the series, completely different. It's like a whole different show. It changes the tone entirely. The Japanese original version is very kind of like rock. Like it sounds yeah. like an '80s rock song. Oh yeah, yeah. That's um, what it like. No, the, the Spanish version, which not only is sung in like Castilian Spanish, so it has that little lisp Weird. to it. Um, yeah. It's also very like, um, it's like an upbeat ballad. It's it's very like anthem-y, very like trumpety. It's it's hard to describe. It's completely just a. You think you're watching two completely different shows just based on the theme song change
4: i'll have to i'll have to find that it's definitely a fun old anime i am excited to see where it goes next because right now it just seems like it's constant gladiator coliseum fighting over and over again it's it's
3: gonna it's gonna be that that's never gonna change so like you're either on board at this point or be like nope you're just gonna watch like seven seasons of them just constantly fighting
4: We'll see. I'll, I'll watch a few more episodes to determine. Maybe it'll be my next. I'll take a break from the Marvel rewatches on, well, like the Marvel <laughs> cartoons on Disney Plus and then switch
3: it to not don't, yeah. don't bother watching the Netflix remake, though, that's done How with could CGI. You?
2: It's oh. fine. <laughs> It's Is it fine. fine. No, it's I saw bad. images it's, it's
4: of it and great. it looked
3: horrible so. well, It's 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 overly simplified and one of the like I normally don't have a problem with changes sometimes but one of the main characters, because there's five. It's basically like Sailor Moon because there's five main characters. Mm-hmm. One of the main characters is kind of androgynous. Uh, you know that's not overt, but it's kind of like, you know, is he isn't he? is he even a he? It's it's kind of like that. Um, no, they just flat out say like, oh no, this character is a girl, like a hundred percent on in the American remake. Like they're not even bothering with any of the. Like who is this person exactly, or what are they? It's like, nope, it's it's a girl. Don't worry about all that other weird innuendo or, in yeah.
2: Well, is so was that was That's that a thing in was that a thing in the um, original dub of it also? Were, were that they, they were androgynous? Because there's there's some kooky stories about different adaptations. Yu, Yu show in I think,
4: Sailor uh, Moon had not, one too.
2: It's not like Filipino or something. They just called Kurama a girl.
4: Yeah, well, they're, well, they're like
2: it, it's Cami. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, was Sailor Moons was the when it was English dubbed was the the two what was it Neptune and Is the, I can't the, remember you're, you're like two, Uranus
3: that they were yeah, cousins the or two something like that. Gay
4: characters, <laughs> which were clearly gay characters, were cousins in the U.S. version.
3: That's why they they're were always really hanging out together cousins. in their underwear at their house. Yeah, yeah, course, I know
4: they're they're cousins like <laughs> that.
3: So, I yeah, well, and that's the thing though, like it was never really overly like it was never part of any important plot. It was just this character's kind of you know kind of ambiguous, um uh, but clearly male, um and for some reason, they just decided, you know what, we're not going to bother with that ambiguity. We're just gonna make this character female, and it has a sibling that's it's like oh, that's that's my sister. It was like, okay, that wasn't a problem. Maybe it's because the zodiac sign that he portrays in the original anime is andromeda which is a female and i guess mm-hmm. that ties into androgyny because the armor has boobs on it but it's a guy so mm. it's, it's mm. i like I, maybe they're just like why i don't yeah, know.
2: yeah th- they might not have <laughs> been willing to play with that one but i think that one's cool i forget there there was something where um a person got this power but the power was originally from like a female character. And so whenever they like they were like Shazam or whatever their thing was, it was like Pow! like women's suit of armor. And everyone's like, "No, yeah, they got awesome armor, dude." Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> Go for it.
1: So I have a question as a person who doesn't watch a lot of anime. Why is and I assume it's just a word that's translated translates into something else. But why why what does Seiya mean or sayin And since that stuff is, shows up in a lot of the different animes,
4: I that word. In this one, it's the main character's name.
2: That one's a boy name. Uh, you think I think you're putting it with Sentai. Yeah.
3: Or with Saiyan, like in uh, Dragon Saiyan. Ball. Yeah, like yeah, Saiyan in Dragon Ball. Is that? That's just they, the name of their alien race. So are
1: those two I words not spelled the same? The e guy's and name
2: A before the e I. In,
1: yeah. Uh okay. Well, see. Guess that—that's my fault for not reading enough.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <it's laughs> Saya translates to f- pure or father, according ah. to Google.
1: Okay. There you yeah. go. That is also available on Netflix, as you said.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Saint Saya. Okay, John,
3: what did you watch this week? All right, so this was a very short week for me. So um, I really only got to squeeze in the latest episode of The Bad Batch, uh, episode three. So uh, there's not a whole lot to say for it other than it seems to be pretty good. It's doing a really cool job of world building um, and kind of filling in the blanks now for what happened as soon as the Empire took over. Um, which was immediate, like you went from having clone troops and generals um which the generals were previously the Jedi, to like you have the conscripted officers now, like um general Tarkin, I think he's not a grand moth yet, I don't believe um and uh, you know they're talking more about like okay, like we need to see if there's still any value in the 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 clone program or we're gonna scrap it in favor of like enlisting because they feel like it's more powerful to have people who are loyal to your cause rather than just artificial beings that were created just to fight for you for some reason i'm like i think you have that backwards my dude but okay you know plot needs to happen
2: uh if you have civilians who are out there making new people that's basically free advertising for your cause
3: i guess so tell them about your benefits that you get for being Mm -hmm. in the the empire yeah Dental and uh, 401k. So, yeah, basically, it's just a continuation of that. Uh, there's the little girl clone character named Omega that has a little bit more to do in this episode. There's, um, it's it's kind of a filler episode, but it does show you that um, the clone, the Kaminoans, which are the clone makers, mm-hmm. are basically saying like we need to come up with something that's going to ensure our place in this you know, new empire. Otherwise we're going to become obsolete because like our previous contract with the Republic was like how we were paying the bills basically. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're, they're cooking up something and Omega may have have something to do with it. We still don't know anything about her as far as why she's special. Um, They mentioned that the, the clone, um, the Django Fett DNA material is degrading because they no longer have a fresh source. Is that why Um, the bad batch Ah uh, well, this bad batch in particular had very specific deteriorations, but also gave them um, augmented uh, skills or you know areas. So that's why you have they're all they're all still basically Django Fett clones, but their their genetics are now mutating so much so that they have distinct voices and personalities and appearances. So like that's what that's why you have the main guy that looks like Sylvester Stallone, which I like to call Sylvester Stalone. Um, (laughs) and he's he's basically like like rambo like he's got the red bandana he's got like war paint on and he's really good at tracking things i think he carries like a big bowie knife as well um you have the wrecker character who's like a big strong guy and he's like is definitely the least intelligent of the group he's more like he wants to go and smash or he reminds me of the character crush from incredibles 2 it was like, me want crush. And it's like, have you ever tried uncrushing? And he was like, why would you want crush? You know, like that. that's kind of his character. Um, you have the smart guy. And again, Dee Bradley Baker voices all of these guys mm-hmm. and does an amazing job of making oh, yeah. them all feel distinct and with different personalities. It's amazing. Um, like, I like how his credit comes up. Dee Bradley Baker, the bad batch. <laughs> like, he just does them all. <laughs> yes. um, plus every other clone as well, obviously, so... Um, That's pretty cool. Um, And so, yeah, there's one clone that didn't, or rather did follow through with Order 66. And everybody's kind of like, why did he get affected and we weren't? And they talk about how, like, well, because we're the bad batch, you know, our chips didn't have the programming or whatever. And Mm -hmm. one of them, for some reason, did. I think it might come out to play that, you know, his chip probably didn't work either. He just really... Likes, likes to follow orders yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and kill. Because he's a sharpshooter, so he's all like one shot, one kill, you know, ura. And <laughs> I think the, that's just going to follow through. In this particular episode especially, it shows just how brutal he really is because they put him in charge of his own little squad now because he's still working for the Empire. All the other ones are kind of outcast, just trying to, like, escape. Um, I'm looking forward to see if we have some other cameos. Um, in the first episode, we had... Um, uh canon kind of like we see like his origin basically mm-hmm. from the clone the bad Batch's point of view mm-hmm. and um there was a reference to rex in episode two and this yeah. one we don't really get any overt references to anything but it does have a little bit more of that world building like okay like this is the first stages of it becoming the empire now logos are starting to change armor starting to look a little bit different um, and we're definitely seeing that transition. So I like it. I didn't think I was going to like it. I think I said this before. But I was like, I didn't care about the Bad Batch and the Clone Wars. So I was like, whatever. But now I'm like, okay, I'm actually kind of interested because of the world that they're being thrown into is the way it's developing. I find it interesting. And that kind of endeared that me a little bit more to me. them. Okay. The one
2: sniper guy who's taken the whole, like, orders thing a little too far, is his new modified logo just, like, the Punisher logo or something? Or?
3: No, but he's definitely got an upgrade. He's wearing, like, all black now.
5: Oh.
3: (laughs) A lot of sarcasm. He does have a crosshair, like, over his eye.
5: Oh, God.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he had that, though.
1: So, any thing that is more interested into the Star Wars like legacy other than uh you know that's going on in the series that would tie back into the rest of the Skywalker uh saga
3: nothing specific yet um this is definitely staying away from the, all of that but i mean this is only the third episode in i don't know how many this is going to be 16 i think i heard did you, did you watch
2: Lower Decks yet for Star Trek? No. Okay. Never mind then. I was going to ask if you if you felt this was kind of like their journey off into the side of things, how that kind of is.
3: Okay. Um, Well, you're definitely seeing the bigger pictures kind of happening around them. Um, But this is kind of exactly where I wanted it to be for a long time, because we didn't know what the transition was. I mean, this is like an 18-year period between the mm-hmm. end of episode um, 3 and 4, at the start of 4, and then... We get a little glimpse of it in Solo and in Rogue One. Rogue One literally right before Episode 4 begins. Um, So, like, they do a really interesting job of showing you why things like smuggling become such a prominent profession. Um, Because the Empire basically makes it impossible to try to just live a free life. Like, they want everybody to have essentially... um, like social security numbers and everything be tracked. They want everybody to turn in their previous currency and only use Republic, uh, not Republic, Imperial credits. Imperial credits, credits, yeah. Yeah, so like your old money is no longer good. Um, That's why a lot of bartering takes place um, moving forward from there. That's why people resort to hiding in in cargo ships and stuff because the Empire just wants to have a big stranglehold and control over everything. And I like seeing how that began, that they're definitely showing you that here.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a strong libertarian message to the Bad Batch, you're saying.
3: <laughs> yes, definitely. These are sovereign citizens that are just trying to make their way in the world, and the um, uh, the empire, or should I say, uh, you know... like Big government. <laughs> big government. Big empire is just not making it easy for people to just make their way in the universe.
1: Now, I, I know earlier on... I think you said that, sorry, but I think you said that the your Stallone clone is your favorite?
3: Mm-hmm. No, I would say my favorite is, uh, what's his name, Tech? Um, he's like the smart yeah. guy. Yeah, he's got like these huge like Coke bottle, goggle glasses type things. And he's always like the most logical, like clear headed of all of them, figures things out. Um, I'm and-
2: for the archetypes in this one. <laughs> Are
3: you <laughs> yep. uh, i mean if i still wore glasses I, they would look like that <laughs> and Thank so you do you have do you have a
1: least favorite or one that you don't care for
3: um probably the clone oh okay. <laughs> surprisingly so the one um, that I, I just i just i just feel like well, why the the headband and the war paint like that's so why necessary. rambo you were because you were, uh,
4: is rambo i'm pretty sure the animators came out and said yes we wanted him to be Rambo, and <laughs> we like, made him Rambo.
3: But you you wear a helmet like 90% of the time. Why would you need to wear makeup under it? You know, It's like, it's not necessary. So You'll
4: do whatever you want to do to feel your true self, whether or not I you're mean, covered. I mean, it's fair.
1: So, <laughs> so yeah. the kids have something to dress up as for cosplay so that you know yeah, you, it, <laughs> that they could differentiate. Yeah.
2: It's to sell toys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: actually and you know to steven's earlier question if anybody has the skull or punisher look to him it's the clone like that face paint that he wears Mm. is basically like a half skull
2: does he do like the the like the three fingers thing down over his mouth to put the paint on
3: (laughs) no (laughs) no but he he did light a wound on fire when he got like shot through the torso (laughs) He like lit I mean, it through the, the back and he, like shot up through the front.
2: To take I mean, care of
1: it. Isn't a is it a blaster bolt already like carterized?
2: Yeah, that's that was the <laughs> thing I was thinking.
3: <laughs> that's how hardcore he is. He just wants to really make sure it's like like burned up. <laughs> Good incarnation. Actually, on that note, um, in this latest episode, you see some pretty brutal like execution style like murders from the the evil like the imperial troopers now. Like, you see somebody straight up get shot in the chest, and I was like, whoa, like, usually they kind of keep that off camera, or it's it's not, like, blatant, but yeah, here, like, somebody's trying to, like, save people, like, it's, this is, like, a good or innocent character trying to, like, take off, and he gets shot through the windshield of the ship he's trying to pilot, straight into the sternum, I'm like, whoa, this is not your children's Star Wars anymore. <laughs>
1: All right, The Bad Batch is available right now on Disney Plus, and it is ongoing until they get to episode sixteen. Is that what you said? I
3: yeah, I think it's, I heard it was
1: going to be sixteen episodes. I could be wrong though. Uh, on my week's watch, I watched uh, a Netflix original called Stowaway. It is Anna Kendrick, Daniel Day Kim, Tony Collette, and. Uh, another actor that is not as well known, but uh, yeah. Shamir Anderson.
2: He's the stowaway.
1: He is the stowaway. Uh, but th- that is it. There are four actors in this whole movie, yeah. and that's it. it. It all takes place on a uh, spaceship, rocket ship, space yeah, shuttle. We,
2: we don't even hear the voice of the other person. They're like Houston. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. they're mission mm. control. They don't ever actually get to... We don't hear yeah. them, but... Uh, essentially, the movie starts with the, the rocket blasting off from Earth, and they get into their mission about, I want to say about a day, maybe in half a day, and they notice that some equipment isn't working right. The, the commander, played by Tony Collette, goes to check it out, and as she opens the panel, uh, this person falls out. And,
2: <laughs> and no no he hangs there for a second where she could have successfully pushed him up a little bit and then he <laughs> falls and gets real hurt and he gets real hurt and she gets
1: real hurt she breaks her arm yeah. uh so at, at you come to find out that he was an engineer that was doing some last minute um tinkering or whatever it is and he knocked himself out and was on the spaceship when it t- took off well as they're on their mission to Mars there's only enough oxygen for the three people that are supposed to be on the ship. A fourth they had, person. They had, p-
2: they had stretched a ship that was meant for two to t- house three.
1: Ah, uh, I must have missed and that now it's And now four.
2: And, and then it's it, it was four. pushed even farther.
4: So we get the whole, I guess we gotta kill somebody.
1: <laughs> Someone has to die. Uh, Daniel De Kim is a botanist. Uh, mm-hmm. At least that's his main focus. And his whole science, his whole, like, experiment is to get to mars and see if they can start growing uh plants so that they can breathe there well he has Potatoes. to uh, he has it, to uh, it,
2: almost <laughs> exclusively algae it's weird
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> he
5: has well, algae to,
4: produces a lot of oxygen mm-hmm. more yeah, than it's, yeah it's yeah. A high so, oxygen so
5: content
1: <laughs> yeah he has to update that or or uh expedite it while on the ship to see if they can create more and well it pretty much eats up all of his uh experiment and thus screws them even more and from that point on you you, they have to try and figure out what it is they're going to do next because all three four of them are not going to make it to the planet or it's either one of them needs to go or all of them are going to go
2: that one thing that you started with with daniel Daniel day kim's character who's a a good character and anything that's my problem with the entire movie i I like the movie it's a a good movie i like astronauts any space thing I'm, i'm down once his thing was done, they used up all of his algae and everything. He's the one who dies then. <laughs> he's I the imagine, one who goes away.
1: But he's also trained in other things. This engineer. The other was guy put the ship together
2: barely. He to the point that he shocked himself and and passed out. Like <laughs> yeah, listen, listen, he he messed up on something. Daniel Day Kim fucked up, and now his whole project is done. They both fucked up, but one has a continued use. <laughs> I well, mean, do you two don't people know what
0: do? Steven's right. They still got their jobs. One,
2: one's, like po- one, one's, one's a captain, and the other one, um, she's a doctor. She's the doctor. All, but they all are also, cross-trained also a in a lot of
1: other things too, though. Mm-hmm, like, absolutely. The engineer is not cross-trained to to spacewalk. He he can't go on the outside of the ship and, and he's fix one of, anything.
2: Should, he's 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 one of three people that we saw do a spacewalk yeah. in this movie.
4: You'd, you'd want to keep an engineer because engineers can fix things in ways that are a bit more creative and. But, but, correct way but,
2: but
1: all what three is the captain do
4: because I feel like that's the one I would take out <laughs> makes
2: the hard decisions I. but this 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 is this is a further thing when Mitch gets to the end of this movie and his talking about it we'll return to this issue <laughs> oh I
1: wasn't going to spoil anything but okay. if you want to just get to the end of it sure uh, no <laughs>
5: <laughs> we shouldn't you're right you're right
1: uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, it it does have like the reverse effect of the Martian yeah <laughs> It definitely does not have the packaged happy ending that the Martian does if you watch that. So keep that in mind. Um I uh I I don't I don't necessarily <laughs> agree with how the movie ends or Steven's uh assessment of who should <laughs> not make it. <laughs> um but that's just me. So uh this I would say seems, give it a watch. What was that?
4: This seems like an intentional experiment from somebody else like they intentionally ensured that fourth person would be there because I feel like only having algae to produce oxygen to see if you could grow stuff on Mars and only having this like you've already set them up for failure
0: I feel like somebody intentionally was like exact enough oxygen for three people
4: yeah like for the exact
0: time like yeah like
4: i don't know if i just don't have like i haven't seen this so i don't have the background of why there were three people on the ship when there only should be two but i feel like somebody was like intentionally like let's send these three at least three humans we don't care about <laughs> up to space and observe them the whole time and see what will actually happen if you send three random humans I with mean, like i feel like it's a very expensive experiment <laughs> but he, well i mean they,
2: they are sent by a company though and it i mean is a we company. Have people yes are- it's like Some it's like mastermind.
5: SpaceX,
2: yeah. And just... and we we got a straight tweet from Elon Musk about yeah this Mars stuff. People are gonna die the first wave. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, that so is
4: exactly what will happen, and that's actually the probably the intention of it is to see how we will fail so we don't do it again.
0: That's why you always kind of want to be the that's second person like. to complete something. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, always.
1: Anyways. But- I enjoyed the movie. It is a very slow burn so go into it uh, expecting that it's not it's not high paced it's not action packed but it does bring up certain topics of you know what what means usefulness what is uh, what is an acceptable, death what is uh mm-hmm. how how should you go in this certain thing like Anna Kendrick brings up a point of like well what do we do we just walk him out the air at this point the, or airlock at this point like it's, it's very funny uh but uh, did,
2: did you watch by any chance the George Clooney yes Great Gravity. Gravity? no oh um Actually, no, that that's true. It's uh, the more recent one.
1: Oh yeah, remember we talked about that one? The one where he's the guy on the on the ground and the earth is yeah. being consumed and there's a uh, people on the on in the ship that are coming back but they shouldn't come back. I Netflix can't remember is doing a whole thing with, Midnight Sky or something like that or? Yeah, that
2: that was the one. Mm. Okay. Uh, I liked this one more than Midnight Sky and I'm waiting to see the other one that they more recently announced. That sounds like a very similar pitch to this current film we're talking about. Netflix is doing a lot of people in spacesuits kind of movies right now, and I really like it. I mean, they had Up
1: that whole series with uh, uh, the next Karate Kid. What was her name? What's her name, Steve?
2: Yeah, I, John I, yeah.
1: Swank? Hillary Swank. Swank. There you go.
2: <laughs> but yeah, and I didn't enjoy that one very much. I didn't I watch it. it.
1: I didn't watch it. Nobody
2: else did. That's why they canceled it. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: but people are watching For All Mankind. I mean, I know that's, oh, on yeah. a, that's on Apple TV, not on uh, Netflix, but
3: mm-hmm. space. The right stuff also got canceled, right?
1: The right stuff did get canceled at, at, at Nash, Nat Geo Disney Plus. So mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, I'm it's just curious miss. to see how it goes. It was a while since we had gotten any astronaut-themed things up until the Christopher Nolan film with Matthew McConaughey. and Gravity, yeah. yeah. It had been a little bit, so I'm yeah. glad. We're back there now.
1: All right, Stowaway is available on Netflix right now. Let's get into talking about Shadow and Bone, episode four, titled...
3: Odgasatio. There you go. (laughs) I'm never going to learn that.
2: I want to say, I I don't hate everyone's pronunciations of things. I laughed too hard earlier, and I feel bad.
3: (laughs) (laughs) As you should. (laughs) <laughs> Do not feel bad, Steven I feel Always
4: bad. correct someone If they're saying something wrong <laughs>
5: <laughs> hey, I'm,
3: I'm the kind of guy If you have a booker hanging out your nose It's better to just let it hang Than be no, the nice. one to points it out to you
5: No,
4: be the one I think we've established We're at this relationship within this group Please tell us if we're embarrassing <laughs>
2: All the comments on the podcast know <laughs> People are like, okay, guys, you're embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> you're
1: embarrassing. <laughs> oh. So, Wait, out, boom. in this episode, what would you find interesting? Yeah, all right.
5: <laughs> uh, no, no, <laughs> so they, they, a lot they, of they things just better made job.
0: me mad. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes, I was so mad during this episode. Let's Mal hear it, ladies. Friend. Why his friends have to die like that? They were great comic relief. And the comic relief is just slowly getting killed off. <laughs>
2: did, did, I, I want to know, what did you guys think that the envelope was supposed to smell like? Because I assumed her perfume or something. Her
0: perfume. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. it was definitely supposed to smell like her perfume.
2: Nope, it smells like food, like that guy said. It
0: smells like yeah, clam. Yeah, like, like porous. Porous.
3: That, that, that smells better.
0: <laughs> yeah, because that's what you want to be while you're starving on the front lines is hungry.
1: I mean, I imagine when you're starving on the front lines, everything (laughs) smells and looks like food. So, (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I already didn't like General Kerrigan like before this episode. Mm -hmm. But then when he invites her out riding and wants her to dress in black like him, I was like, and his explanation, I think, is what pissed me off was the, well, why do you want to be like everybody else? Well, why should she want to be like you? Like, yeah. if you want I'm her like, to be unique I and different, wanna... give her a yellow one. Like, yeah. she's not the darkness. That's your gig, dude. I like, know. So <laughs> the she's the light in the white darkness, White with though. gold embroidery. There, yeah. you. Go. That's fine. Although white is a, is a terrible color to try and keep clean. But <laughs> <laughs> this is fair. And the yeah, tailor's in white. I think
2: you get like a nice tri-blend. You know, like like a jersey knit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think the Wait. tailor's in white. So, like, put her in yellow. Like. Something that's not black. I don't know. It just, it irritates me. (laughs) The entire time it irritates me. And then throughout this episode, it just kind of keeps getting worse because then it becomes very clear. Not only is he preventing their letters from going to each other, which, duh, to be expected. Yeah. But he's then clearly reading them to find out what she's worried about and what makes her love Mal so that he can manipulate her into falling Mm -hmm. in love with him. And that just... That level of abuse just really irritates me. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm not going to lie. I originally thought when she was writing these letters, I thought she was just journaling. Like, I didn't think that they were supposed <laughs> to be letters. Because why, why would you even expect the letters to get anywhere? So I just did not even put two and two together.
2: I've always wondered this kind of thing for a military force at this point in civilization in general like mm-hmm. yeah go ahead and get this letter to this guy and then they have to spend the next 18 months figuring out where that guy is like yeah, i not even
1: on the front like he's off yeah. adventuring somewhere else
2: yeah. yeah
1: but crows right we know from game of thrones you Yee. just give it to a crow and a crow <laughs> will take it to wherever you need or was it a
3: raven ravens yeah ravens, ravens. sorry mm-hmm. but yeah I'm teleporting ravens
0: although in this episode the crows get to do their heist
3: that Almost. was probably
0: no. They get to do their heist. They get they, to they, do, yeah, they, they they did this one. They yeah. heist the blueprints. The blueprints. Yeah, the that's blueprints right. in this one, yeah. They heist the blueprints, and then Inej has to become a stage performer, which so, I feel really I, bad
3: for her. I about. kind of felt. <laughs> hey, she did an amazing job though.
5: Oh, she did a
0: phenomenal job, oh, but like her bad. character to me feels like somebody who does not want to be in the spotlight, and they're like, "We need a star performer," <laughs> and it's Sp- like, oh. <laughs> So I Fine. I know that's <laughs>
1: probably not what it's supposed to be and I I'm probably digging too much into it or nitpicking too much into it but mm-hmm. it seemed a little too racial stereotype-y like the Middle Eastern lady would know it's how her. to do that ribbon dance just without any training or if she had been trained I, before but we just
2: assume that she, she has it like I, she's I, supposed to be physically adept I think that's yeah that's I,
4: what it I, is she's I, trained I think, to be
0: a pretty assassin <laughs> I thought the conductor had recognized it because the way she was able to attack him and not be heard.
1: I don't. I don't. uh, You guys are all correct. Yes, there's definitely reasons that she should be able to be to do this. It just. I agree. To me, it is a
0: stereotype. Yes,
1: it came off a little too gross to me. I don't know.
4: It would not happen if she was a male Mm assassin. Kind of. This is true. Yes, Yes, I see. It's because she's female that it works, and she can do silks like. Yeah, no problem. So, yeah, I don't and then
0: Jesper shoots a card in half in her mouth.
4: <laughs> I don't I know in, if
1: I was her, like, I understand that Jesper's really good at what he does. Yeah, I would not
0: agree to that, no. I <laughs> <judged>. like,
1: because <laughs> she's also spinning and her arm is definitely in, and like, the card is not held in her way that in, I don't know. Everything about that was just like, this shouldn't at, work.
0: And he's not looking at her,
1: <laughs> he's looking in reflection.
0: Tactic. And not even a mirror reflection, like a legit (laughs) tray. If we're following,
2: if we're following the D and D thing from the last episode, (laughs) he rolled a nat twenty. Yeah, no. So when he he rolled a nat twenty, when he said, "Like, I look at the goat, I look up at the monsters that are that are beating their way through the, the the train car thing." I I like. I feel love for this goat and I'm going to protect this goat. And he got up and he rolled a nat 20 shooting the monster things and then the DM was like, you know what, I'm going to give you inspiration for that. You can use that next session. So he used <laughs> that inspiration to actually be able to, ha- to re-roll his roll with the card. <laughs> no <And laughs> matter what, he had advantage. He
5: had advantage.
3: Now, this episode had some disappointing things for me where I was like, oh, so mel does love her apparently <laughs> With that that whole like okay is that the disappointing thing or are you going to say another well, thing <laughs> it's, it's, it's well and then you have the scene that caused me to roll my eyes so much i got like lightheaded uh-huh. where the grisha what's her name which grisha you kind of cut out the, the, the mean... sun summoner oh elena oh, Alina. Yeah, I'm not even keeping track of her name. That's how little I care about her story. <laughs> it's
2: Alina Starkov.
4: I mean, Santa I'm pretty God. sure Alina directly translates to sun in some languages because I'm pretty sure I've used the name before. In one of my novels, because oh. it translated
3: to such. That sounds like something I can look up here really easily in a moment. But um it sounds like so, really lazy
1: writing. Be <laughs> the you, Sun Summoner. Uh, have Wait, you not no, been no, watching the I'm last two writing. episodes?
2: <laughs> okay, about this one, I, I got to read a, a, an interview with the writer. This was their first book, guys. There's a reason it changed so much oh, from 2012 sorry. when it came out to now when it when they're making this TV series. They're mm-hmm. retroactively changing a lot of things.
4: Their first outing was. Yeah. It is bright, by the way, not bright. sun. It's bright. Okay. Uh, yeah.
1: Did, uh, so uh, does this author have other books? Like other things that are oh, not yeah. shadow and Bone? Oh, yeah.
4: She has a, a lot of other books. Okay. I think, yeah. She's a fairly well known author within YA. And I think she does do an adult series as well
0: or two. But so John can't stand Elena's Alina's, Alina's storyline. But what were you going to say yeah. about it? Sp-
3: specifically, um, And I'm sure I'm not the only one that thought this when this moment came up. Mm -hmm. Uh, The scene where she goes to see General Kerrigan. Yes. And (laughs) like they do the whole like he starts getting like the darkness starts overwhelming everything. Mm -hmm. And she brings the light to like cleanse Mm -hmm. it. I was like, okay, the only thing we needed was for his eyes to turn black, too. Like, I'm surprised that didn't happen. Mm. It it was
2: a whole it was a howl moment from House Moving Castle. But he gets sad
3: and goopy. When she starts to leave, and she pauses outside the door, and he walks up, and there's the line between them, and he's, like, mm-hmm. longing for her, and she's like, no, and she walks away, and I'm like... Let it go. <laughs> oh, like... I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't think I'd have that kind of a reaction to this, but I was like, oh, really? Like, whatever. And then, I'm gonna jump ahead to the very last thing here, but it's like... Okay, so we get it. She's over Mel. She's removing the thing that binded them together or they had the yeah. connection. I was like, get rid of this. I don't need this anymore. Yeah, I'm like, it's, it's so lazy. I have I to say, I like the Taylor though. It's very on-the-nose
0: writing. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah the Taylor's cool. But no, I... And I get pissed off at the concept that like somebody who grew up in an orphanage where and continually talked about in episode three about the fact that being in the little palace was like being in the orphanage and you have to always have your guard up would just throw away the only friend she's ever really had because a couple of mean girls say that he doesn't love her like yeah when clearly and they've already Mm -hmm. stated like the mean girls have like because it's the Angry lady.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I don't Angry know what. <laughs> who smacks her the entire time. Madam, who? She's like, who's like, ba- well, Bagra? my. What? Bagra?
1: The Bagra, yes. Bagra. Yeah,
0: the Bagra. Yeah. The Bagra, who's the one who's like, well, no, my whole job is to break you down to like get you to use your powers. So, like, she's mm-hmm. clearly already told you that she- her goal is to manipulate you. Yeah. And so when she manipulates you, you fall for it? Like, yeah. <laughs>
2: That's why, you, that, that's why you're like, what? They told me they were going to manipulate me. So they can't be manipulating me.
1: <laughs> it's a yeah. reverse psychology.
0: It just, yeah, the, that whole thing. I'm like, there's no way growing up the way that she grew up that she'd be that, that trusting, is my problem. Yeah. yeah. Smart, dumb, worldly, whatever. she would not be that trusting. She wouldn't trust any of them,
4: at all. No, she wouldn't be falling for half of this crap.
1: Well, hey. maybe the training's working. Maybe the breaking her down it's to her lesser parts are being successful.
2: They do have a, a practice history with this kind of thing. But they're all, <laughs> they're but all norm- more practice but, than but
0: normally that breakdown usually occurs by like creating a bond between several people. Mm-hmm. who are being broken down at once so they feel camaraderie. She doesn't have any camaraderie, so they're no. they're missing a very big piece of what makes that breakdown work. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Th- there's parts of her getting broken down in this that I have not liked. In, I think it was the last episode, the scene where the guy stands up and is like, this many people died. It's all You your should fault. be training harder. And you're <laughs>
4: eating figs right now, so I'm her and be like, okay, what are you doing about it, sir? Like, yeah. <laughs>
2: Like bro, I think you're fire. Fire makes dark gold. Why are you trying hard? Like and she just immediately is like I'm so sorry. And <laughs> I why?
1: Because that's how you write a female lead character. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, but like to me they, they needed to give her they needed to give her peers that like her for the breakdown to work.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I think that there's also like, they they set it up, like you're saying, like she needed to be on the same plane as someone else, but in every single way, she's getting put above everyone else and just being othered in a way that I think would make you turn inwards and be more self, like, like do more yes. self-preservation. Yeah. And I don't understand it.
0: You is this that.
2: portion of the book longer than it is in the TV show? Is that what's happening here? Probably. Probably. <laughs>
0: Probably. This, is, this is where they cut. <laughs> Uh, but I did appreciate, I mean, I feel like with the revelations in this episode that Mal can hear her every time she uses her powers or when they used to touch hands, the fact that he can oh, hear I, her and the fact that he can track the white the stag, stag. I'm like, oh, which, good. So he is, he probably does have powers. Well,
1: he saw the stag, which is yeah. the thing that only people with. Would- grishas can do according to what they said earlier oh the lore the lore yeah
0: yeah i mean we did
2: we did see he didn't get tested because his hand was hurty. well see that's what uh, that's another thing i want to get at is that
1: like the whole you can't get tested if you're already injured because it's unexpected pain and it's just like yes he's always in pain
4: yeah Yeah. you never once in your life feel unexpected pain either alina like you're a girl. You have
0: felt unexpected. <laughs> well, at 11, maybe not.
4: At 11, maybe well, not. Yeah, but at least, I mean, she's, what, 19 now? So at least just, at 16. But, but by, the age of,
2: by the age of, like, eight, I had, it, like, aggressively, like, hurt my eyebrow by falling, <laughs> knocked out both of my front teeth. Like, I, there, there would be a time where if I had an ability... I tripped and hurt myself, I would have like <laughs> sprung to life with light. <laughs> I know.
1: So, Ugh. I mean, he obviously, I, do you think he came back to life because the stag was around and it thus amplified his power, whatever it is? Probably. Or is yeah, he amplified. an amplifier? Because he was touching Alina when oh, her yeah. son Sumner, uh, you know, came up the first yeah. time and got rid Maybe of all the... the opposite. F-
3: He's going to be one of those bone guys. That's what what I'm saying. He's a bonesmith?
5: Yeah, that would be
0: cool.
2: I think he might... Ten um, bucks. I I think, yes, something akin to that, but I think it's it's something where his ability tamps down somebody else's ability in one way, but then can also lift someone's ability up. I think it's like a two-edged thing. So
1: since he was always around Alina, Alina's power had been... Suppressed. Suppressed. Uh, until it needed to come out, and then he amplified it.
2: Possibly, I, so, I think there's there's just a two. I, I think there's two sides to this one. I don't know if that's true or not. I just think with the way that we're being given the world, also they're directing it real hard in one direction, and we're supposed to like not be looking at him for the opposite thing. Yeah. So it
3: sounds like thought. there's going to be a real like rock paper scissors about how all of this works.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely
3: so
1: it, do you you think that he is a descendant of the bonesmith, just like our Kyrigan is a descendant of the dark heretic
0: that's what I think
3: I don't yeah. think they'd be bringing that connection up if it didn't play later in some way
1: so because those two characters are two completely different things right the yeah. dark heretic and the bonesmith now uh,
2: okay yes. I'm not sure you're
1: not sure I mean the
2: way I, I, I got all both the stuff stories, from from, from I think all the stuff from the past is connected in one person in some way, shape, or form.
0: Well, so the Bonesmith was what was supposed to be the first, the first, Grisha, first yeah. or one well, of the they first. They say
2: one of the first,
0: yeah. One of the first. Yeah, And he realized that in his power, if the other Grisha consumed the creatures that he created from his Bonesmithing, that could amplify their powers. Then later mm-hmm. on, the uh, Black Heretic became a king one of the king's advisors and then we got greedy with power surprise surprise yeah. kerrigan is now one of the king's advisors and is clearly greedy for power like, yeah <laughs> I, like, I think,
4: oh is this foreshadowing
0: yeah <laughs> yes
4: yes I, I it think, is
2: i think the dark heretic is related to the bonesmith and then the dark heretic is related to um cheekbones Okay.
1: Well,
0: we do know already that Dark Heretic is the yeah. ancestor of Kerrigan.
4: But
1: now we're going to say Kerrigan well, and Mal are related, very distantly, I, but they are related. If if what Steven says is true, I think everybody's
4: related, really distantly, yeah. if they're Grecian. We go back far. That's enough. fair. Yeah.
2: That's fair. Also, like the, the just the idea that the two char- the two like kind of lead character people are also orphans. Oh, I wonder
5: who they're related to. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Maybe they're Skywalkers.
3: I'm sure they're all Skywalker. Well, they're gonna Everybody's they're gonna Skywalker. take on the name at the end. <laughs> so they're literally have, just clones.
2: It, it, I have Alina Bonesmith. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, we got the whole story of the Black Heretic and how mm-hmm. he created the Fold, the Fold in the first place, which then was to this. I guess this is a big clearing up for me because i didn't understand why the fold was there in the first place but this was literally just to hurt the kingdom itself because they were chasing after him and now that you're split it's that
2: clear i don't think it's that clear that's what we're doing that we saw of when it happened i don't think that's the situation
1: okay that's fine that's fine the story we're getting from the fountain which i don't know (laughs) if fountains are too (laughs) to be trusted
0: The, the government history says yeah
1: that he uh literally wanted to split the kingdom in two so that they would be weaker against their foes. Because I mean
3: has a has a fountain ever steered you wrong? I mean it's never steered me wrong.
4: Never steered me right either.
2: <laughs> Fair. I Being from a desert town, there's not a lot of fountains I Thank you, Steven.
4: <laughs> Usually
3: they're empty. <laughs> <laughs>
1: give it. No way to start a government with ladies and swords and rivers and stuff, <laughs> <laughs> or some however some watery that goes.
5: Water <laughs> Water <tart and> <laughs> 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 uh,
1: But yeah, we got we got a version <laughs> of the history of what happened in Raptka. Uh, mm-hmm. The idea is that if we can, once again, if she can get rid of the fold because a. Dark summoner cannot get rid of darkness, can only create darkness. The Sun Summoner would get rid of the fold and thus you reunite both sides of the kingdom and thus make them a stronger opposition to their enemies.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should I always feel so many parallels between a little bit of the story and then the story of the um the musical Razia Shadow. I don't know what that
3: is. Yeah, I was musical. gonna say Deathly Hallows. Now how do we know? that Shadow is the only one that can do like this supposedly terrible situation. What if the, the Sun Summoner replaces the Fold with just like a big lake of lava and it's the same problem <laughs> again. It's just a different... It's lava. <laughs> I mean, as long as there's not
1: like creatures uh, living in the lava, like there are creatures living in no, the dark No, there's, there's going to
3: be
2: there's
1: like be. lava some, like,
3: serpents and...
2: Yeah, they're they're like, like crazy tardigrades. <laughs> yeah.
1: Some extremophiles in there. I feel like they should just start... I mean, if they they have locomotives, which I also want to say, how has no one noticed that there was a, a train, train like going <laughs> through this darkness? Yet everybody's like, hey. who's the one that can get through the through the darkness through the fold? Yeah. It's like
3: maybe the guy with the train. People believe the signs that they put up that there's landmines in the field, and the sign
5: wasn't clear. Untrue. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, but like, why are we not having planes yet? Like something to fly over. I mean, especially. Well, I mean, this is with, like.
4: Well, trains came well before planes, right? I, yeah. yeah, yeah. But
1: you have a person that can create wind and a sail, like to sail across oh, the default. Why not, like, a way to figure out to fly? Like, I don't. I, does the darkness I, go up in infinitely? That, like, that was
0: the impression I got. It has air rights. Yeah, I think because you can go <laughs> around right. the ends, but.
1: But if it has ends, I would just makes me think that but there's gotta a to- be a top. top yeah. But maybe it's super high. Maybe it's thin air up there. Or, you know, yeah. maybe this isn't Earth, so there's just different Why, <laughs> why don't anyways? they just tunnel? Yeah. You know, like, like, just go under it.
0: I thought we got an explanation that somebody tried that, but they couldn't.
1: Yeah, I think someone did say that in the first episode about
3: tunneling. <laughs> like but it goes remember. into the ground also, maybe? I don't remember. Because, yeah. like,
0: I feel like somebody yeah. was like, you don't think we tried that first? Um, was the, is the line that I'm, I'm hearing in mm. my head. But... Mm-hmm. Um, I also really appreciated in this episode because the, when they're all having to try out for the performing troupe mm-hmm. and the guy turns to Kaz and he's like, all right, your turn. Floor's yours, sir. And he's like, I'll just find a different path next. So, <laughs> like,
4: I'll, no. I'll be the manager.
2: <laughs> yeah, like 100%. I, that, that's kind of what I expected. He'd be like, I'm the one who keeps the coin.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, everybody needs a, a manager. But, like,
0: I feel I like so that's he should have. the conductor was saying he was. Yeah.
1: He should have played along some way like i they they need to do something a little bit more with his character to give him more depth
0: well there's clearly something we're not well privy to yet
1: also with that when during the heist when he like does that slide of that piece of material under that dude's foot like yeah i understand that's also like like this is what i got into with the last episode everybody's super skilled or everybody has a power (laughs) like that you can't just do something like that
2: also, it, it, was like, it, was, it was like a like a, a thing that was made like bespoke for this one task, task.
0: <laughs> yeah I mean again I I would state that like we are looking at a very specific segment of the population like they're not showing us just you know we're not getting in-depth Coverage of the standard first army, who's just wandering around at the edge of the fold, fighting people, like. And we
2: saw we saw a couple of them.
0: <laughs> we saw a couple of them, yeah. and there was nothing and interesting. Died. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they died.
1: Yes, the com- com- comedic relief that Jessica was talking about in the first or the beginning of this episode. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah uh, so they have a gatling gun over on the other side and yeah. they're yeah. not very <laughs> yeah. good as with soon it. as i saw them feeding like a
2: ribbon into it i was like they have a machine gun <laughs> wait
3: yeah. that was that was period appropriate
2: yeah oh yeah no, it's, it still works i was just surprised yeah, yeah. i mean i understand that it, they
1: it was a period appropriate but like for a small regiment like that is of five people to have that instead of on the front line is not appropriate
0: well, this may be their front line because they did say that we were crossing into their territory. True,
1: but yeah. there would have been like a whole regiment, not just five guys. Like that's a weapon yeah, that you take not, to the battlefront, well, not to
4: like except I, scouting. I mean, it, it, ahead, it's, it's not a scout weapon. It's yeah. really, like scouting that you don't just carry around a Gatling gun. No, I get that scout
0: group, but this particular. Population seems to operate on guerrilla warfare, so they probably only have small regiments. Okay, because guerrilla warfare, you wouldn't want large right. regiments. And it, as we see with the way that they take the um, heart renderer and capture her, I mean, those are the same people, mm-hmm. and the way that they attack uh, Elena's carriage. Like they clearly operate in in guerrilla warfare. So, the, while yes, I'm still surprised they have a Gatling gun. I'm not surprised that the regiment is small, and I don't think it's necessarily a scouting okay, no. regiment. I think that's just their standard size.
2: Okay, I I, I, could, oh, yeah. I agree with this I, one because they might yeah. also be searching the line, the barrier between the two forces. You know, just specifically hoping to stumble on a greater force and then take them all out in their tents or whatever. As yeah. just this group of five people taking out a group of like,
0: or like, or the, two hundred, you know. Or this is an outpost, and there's yep. just no building. Ah, that could be it. This could be mm-hmm. just their outpost, since they've crossed into the territory. This is one of their checkpoints.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: I just I
4: feel like it should be a really good sniper over a Gatling when it comes to this kind of... Yeah, the
1: spray well, and pray is except- not the best. I mean, seeing as how it just got him in the shoulder.
0: Except period-wise, well, none of yeah. your guns would have been particularly accurate in aiming.
5: True. Well, wait, this is true.
0: Yeah, that's true. And I
4: feel like we had something. When was the first.
1: I mean, seeing as how Mal's rifles just malfunctioned right at the beginning of the fight. Yeah, snipers
4: (laughs) really weren't prevalent until World War II. You didn't have them particularly. No, the American Revolution did have a sniper league.
0: Well, you did, but they weren't really right. very. But they were not like really small. Not, well,
2: plus, not snipers in the way that we think of them now. Yeah, yeah, they're not. They're not nearly snipers as
0: effective. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it
4: was just more. They had a curvature in the barrel to keep the bullet short. It was mm-hmm. far long distance, but they could hide behind a tree and, and snipe, shoot. Yeah. Quote unquote. But-
2: I want to what? apologize to the one military historian who listens to the <laughs> podcast. I know this has been a frustrating segment for you to hear. We understand. I
1: I'm honestly just surprised at how much tertiary like uh army and warfare experts that we kind of have on the show. Like I didn't know that I we all had
5: this much
4: write young adult novels. I literally have three books on weaponry. <laughs>
0: That's fine, I'm just saying. I was
1: yeah. not expecting that.
0: I'm just saying I'm a beat. Being... No, I absolutely
4: love the
5: history of Western, This is not so what I'm
1: saying. Oh, no, no I'm just sorry. Uh, the one heart render. I... Oh, go ahead.
4: Oh, yeah. Um, I do want to say I find it really interesting that the creature she is connecting to is a white stag and not another really famous Russian folklore creature, the firebird. Mm-mm. Like, I feel like her powers relate more to a firebird power over the white stag. And I'm really kind of surprised over that choice.
0: We'll see. I kind of like it. I think yeah. the white stag is supposed to represent Mal. I think she's having a connection to him, uh, not to her powers.
4: Yeah. That makes a lot more sense. Because I was like,
3: why is it? even and though I the think, And I think that's you why
0: you get the, the whole firebird. true north concept. Yeah. You're my north star. You're my true north. So if they're really playing up that interconnectedness, she's not seeing her powers. She's seeing his just like he can't hear his powers. He can hear hers. Yeah.
4: I I do. I do hope the firebird is used because that is by far my favorite Russian lore creature. So I I I just hope we eventually get there.
3: What if Alina, what if Alina's power (laughs) isn't that she's a sun summoner? Uh Uh-huh. What if she's, like, rogue?
2: But she, and she, she's she's always the opposite of someone else's she, thing?
3: Or
5: cool. She absorbs power?
3: So Mal was she the absorbed sun summoner? Mal, Mal might be the sun summoner. And she just, like, sucked it in during that moment. Because we had an unreliable narrator, you know? Like, they were oh, both true. holding hands, touching. Mal yeah. was in dire, like, need. He was about to die. And but, that uh, could have happened. And... Maybe that's why she was having a little bit of trouble conjuring it herself, unless she got the amplification from uh, General Kerrigan. Ker- Kerrigan? But, and by,
0: but by John's. the end of the episode, she can yeah, do she it got by it. herself. Well, no, if yeah. the,
2: the only thing I would say for this one, John, for why I don't think this would be the case, would be that, it, to a certain degree, that would be removing the awesome power of destiny from the female character and then giving it to the male character yeah which i don't yeah. expect of this narrative unless okay. unless her yeah.
1: power to observe absorb other the people power is more powerful it's like makes her more important but oh, yeah, that should be
0: like
3: the peter patrelli
1: but I say um,
0: <laughs> maybe that's one of the powers of the bonesmith that and could and be she a becomes the bone. she could Ooh. be the bonesmith Ooh.
1: um but like when kirgan is touching her wouldn't she have started to absorb Dark, yeah, darkness power. Like, that's the only And then Absolutely. she gets into a fight with the the lady that can do wind powers. Like, she gets punched quite a bit. So, like, her power mm. should be starting to absorb that. That's the only, that's my issue yeah. with that. Unless she took up so much of the sun summoner power, yeah, that, that's, that's the only that's... thing that's at, at the top.
2: Uh, no, I'm, I'm curious to see, to see where it goes. Do, do you guys think that the creatures that the bonesmith made? they said that they amplify a person's powers for a time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Basically, that's like a like well, om- the, temporary. They
3: mentioned that there was like some tenuous improvement, but like certain combinations yielded better results.
2: So on that paper, though, we saw a maximum of like five. I think there were like four corner things and then the guy in the middle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so do the, the Bonesmith's creatures like... Respawn, or what's the deal? Because people have apparently mixed this enough to like, "Mm, well, I mean, I like stag, but I mean, I just like the flavor of like Phoenix or whatever you said (laughs)
5: earlier, Jess.
2: (laughs) Good question. So, I I don't do do they come back? Did he make so many? I'm curious. I don't think they ever go away.
0: Well, and I kind of assume the creatures in the fold are the result of the black heretic eating one of them to amplify his powers to create the fold. And then the, so oh, those creatures become the creatures in the fold. Hmm. Okay. Distorted because you've been distorted through somebody else's vision and powers.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. To anyone who, who read the books that's listening to us talk about this show, mm-hmm. like... You guys are patient. <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh yeah, the
1: the episode ends with uh Elena getting her scar taken away and we find out how Mal got his scar because he hit uh, crushed a bottle or a, a mug over the quartermaster's head that Alina got into a fight with in the past. That's some of the things I don't... That's a good scene. Yeah, but I don't like the jumping back and forth in time so much. That's I
2: agree. A, they're, they're, the, they don't yeah. manage it very well. No. The, no. They have a problem with pacing. This one was edited considerably better than the previous one to the point where I have to assume there's a different editor because I would have enjoyed the entirety of their little train adventure thing if it had just been edited in the way that we saw as a recap of that one in this episode where they're just like, ah, ah. ah The whole time. (laughs) If that had been the only allusion to what happened while they were out there, it would have been amazing.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. And, And Jesper had to give away his goat. And yeah. yeah, I cannot they're imagine. Eat that goat. Yeah, I was gonna say I cannot imagine <laughs> yeah. that barmaid is not going to go and kill that goat and eat it right now. Like, percent. She, she was at
0: least kind enough not to tell. Jesper. Yeah,
1: she didn't. She didn't say <laughs> anything. But she's just like, I don't know why you're doing all this. He is going to be slaughtered.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, I gave you this bullet, and then, so then later on when they go, they're like butchering it. They're like, just ew, and they remove the necklace bullet thing, and then continue butchering the thing.
1: Uh. All right. Was there anything else anybody would like to bring up?
4: Um, you'll get more scenes of the enemies to lovers on the boat.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's true. Yeah, Yeah, the heart where he tries to Mm. feed
4: her bread, and he does. I did really like the line where he's like, "You're a heart render. You like destroy men's heart and I hearts." And I really wanted her to say like, "All men destroy men's hearts," (laughs) but no, she. It was an interesting. Thing to see that he clearly is questioning I think how he was raised I assume that's what I'm supposed to get from it that it was like he's raised within this really religious sect and then he's like maybe we're not okay but I also still think you're a witch Like,
2: <laughs> it is it is a decent well, statement no. kind of on racism but because yeah. like the lightest knowledge of like, oh, wait, these people, too. But it's also yes. still shitty as yeah. a narrative. Also, yeah.
0: I think he's Grisha. And that's why he's asking all these questions, because he's like, <gasps>
5: yeah, were you
0: born sense. or were, did you choose that way? Because I'm feeling these things and I think the and, I, and I'm, I'm experiencing I I these things, but I don't want to be a witch. <laughs> and she's just like, fuck you. I'm not answering a single one of your questions. <laughs> and we learned hmm. that she was sent on this mission by Kirigan. Which makes me think that, like, she was supposed to get captured.
5: Mm.
1: It's a distinct possibility. Yeah. Mm. Put it out there that you were going to be staying in this hotel room kind of thing. And yeah. Well,
0: or just overstaying your welcome and clearly, like, using your powers a little bit too much. And, like, she's clearly not flying under the radar.
4: (laughs) Yeah. She clearly is a person that does well getting captured as well. Like, she just.
1: Yeah, but, but now she's on a boat that might be going down, so... <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah, but I don't know, because she is the only person that he talks to. There are other Grisha on the ship. He doesn't offer...
5: At all. ...language
4: to anybody. No, but she's the one that made the impact... <laughs>
2: Did, did anyone else also have questions about why the captain guy was like, yeah, if this ship starts to go down, make sure to come down here and kill them. Like, dude, they're chained up. They're going to die, too. <laughs> why Why send well, a person to go kill witches. them? They're witches. You never know.
1: Witches don't drown. Don't you remember? Witches from is that? float.
2: That's how they're going to trial. Th- that's, float?
4: that's
1: the
2: trial.
4: God damn it uh they're the same weight as a duck clearly
3: <laughs> 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 who are you so wise in the ways of science <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: okay there you go if there is anything that you'd like to add to our discussion of shadow and bone you can find me on twitter i am at Wikipedia g-e-m-g-e-m stands for geekly media steven where can people find you online
2: Come find my new website. I got a new URL, guys. It's the same website as before, just with another name. It's uh, shift-control-z.com. That's Redo in Photoshop. Oh, I was
1: going to say, I know what Control-Z is, is Undo. I didn't know what Shift-Control-Z was. It's Redo. Look at you. (laughs) All right. Jessica, where can people
3: find you online?
4: You can find me on Twitter as J.M. Bailey Writes.
3: And John? You can find me on Twitter, at MagicBollocks. Send me a tip. Call me Bonesmith, whatever you like. <laughs>
2: it's like but like capital B, bone, space, capital S, Smith. My name is Bonesmith.
3: Bone S, Smith.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Elizabeth?
0: You can find me with the rest of Geek Elite Media at Geek Elite Media on our Facebook page, forward slash Geek Elite Media.
1: The rest of Geek Elite Media is found on those things that she just said <laughs> our website geeklymedia.com is where you can get archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our website on our network there you go something around there i say it too much if you listen to this as a, uh, as a podcast please rate and review us it helps spread the word of our network but until next time the geeks watch no i don't know what's this wrong is with the me. geeks
2: watch on geekly media <laughs> saying always uh, saying always remember to Geek out. Out. geek out geek out thanks for the
1: save
4: It's ran out of batteries it did.
5: <laughs> this concludes our broadcast Beep.